Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that explores themes of personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our coterie of ambitious vampires fights to carve out their turf in a fictional Appalachia dominated by ancient monsters. I am Nick, and I play Jason, the Banhu Akeen. This is Ben, playing Tommaso, the Furious Akeda. I'm Russell, and I play Gordon, the Haunted Lissambra. And I'm Josh, playing Clear Visions, the Forecaster of the Future, Toreador. I am Mike, and I will be your storyteller for this evening, why doesn't our coterie tell us what happened last week on Monster Game Night? The coterie drove to uh, Jamestown College, and uh, we picked to go into the physical science building. Gordon attempted to get into the physical sciences building twice and felt this overwhelming panic come over him, and he felt the compulsion to feed and to feed in such a way that it was hidden because he thought that he was being watched. Tommaso watched this happen, just got sick of all the dating around, and smashed the glass open with his fist. Uh, once we got inside, we, uh, you know, went down to check out the offices. Once we got down to the basement, all of a sudden these cute little freaks thinking it was Halloween got in our faces. And they're holding these weird, like, little contraption things, I guess it's DIY day or something. Meanwhile, Jason was working on identifying the uh, wraith possessing Rosetta. Our chronicle opens up with Jason questioning Rosetta. Rosetta has been bound with cable and rope to a chair in a sparse bedroom used for traveling clergy as they pass through the Church of the Blessed Hope of the Resurrection. Jason has been questioning her for some time, and now she's begun to say, they're going to burn just like I did. Your friends are going to burn. Okay, as a quick aside for our listeners, I swear that we are not a BDSM podcast. Now you can continue. <laughs> so I'm sitting in a chair across from her, uh, notebook out, kind of passively listening as I write notes down as, well, as she answers my question. And I hear her say, your friends are going to burn. Right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wait. Oh, shit. <laughs> I take off out the room, knock it over my chair, slam the door shut behind me. Priest! Priest! Where's your car? I need your keys. Father Paulson shows up fumbling with himself, uh, fumbling with a robe wrapped around himself. He's old man, come on, let's go. <laughs> you catch a huge glimpse of old man leg. Uh, anyway. <laughs> he takes the key that's strapped to his thigh. <laughs> Father Paulson runs over to the lobby and he begins to sort through and he says, one of our service vehicles is is here. Uh, he He fumbles around for a second and he hands you uh, the key to a very, what looks like it goes to a very dilapidated vehicle, very old, timey, no kind of technology or anything attached to this thing. <laughs> All right, sure. Where's it parked? Out in the lot. It's All the right. brown pickup take truck. Off. I'm out the door. <laughs> Getting in the car. Jason charges out. He finds an aged brown pickup truck, very heavy, old, opens the door, hops into it. The engine roars to life. Jason tears across town, headed towards the university where his friends just disappeared. Now, Gordon, Tommaso, and Clear Visions, you begin standing in a sub-basement beneath the Jamestown University. We left you last time a few moments after a burst of flame had lit up this sparse 
looking industrial area. You can tell that this was built before modern construction techniques were invented. It is carved out from the bedrock and the walls are covered with crumbling heavy stone and brick. Lighting has been added in the form of conduit wrought iron thick old conduit has been stapled to the wall and there are three figures each holding makeshift flamethrowers spray canisters attached to their backs a small flame burning at the tip of a wand gordon has been trying to wrap himself in shadow and i was successful in that the three of them approach they are all wearing different masks and you also see that there are other figures around the room. These are not the only three. Tommaso's going to step forward. Hey, those are some cute do-it-yourself projects, but we are kind of on a timetable here. Get out. No. No, Tommy. Uh, I th- actually, I don't think we've introduced ourselves. Oh, uh, I, just, I just introduced myself. Uh, yes, uh, Clear Visions, TV's most famous medium. How's it going? And can I ask who you are? Actually, it's really rude. Um, Would you just be able to take your mask off so I can get a good look at that pretty face? The three masked figures look a little bit over their shoulders and behind them, and they snap forward. And you see now that they're wearing animal masks. There is, classically, you have a lion, a tiger, and a bear. Oh, my. You also see... all of you. (laughs) (laughs) Standing in in the corners, there look to be other figures wearing masks. They do not respond to your question. You hear one more time, they say, get out. Hey. So how many figures do we see total? Yeah, six. And do they all have these little... You said six? Six. What are the other masks? The other masks are characters from the very well-loved Mouse Corporation. One of them is wearing a Ricky Rat mask with his iconic ears there is another wearing a man bat mask and another wearing the incredible goop listen i don't have time for dress up we're not going anywhere so get the fuck out of my way well uh you know actually i i think you have a point tommy Teresa, surprise attack <laughs> I'm gonna, and, I want to launch her in. <laughs> and while he's doing that, I'm, I'm rousing for toughness. All right. And I get hungry. So we are entering into combat. Jason, you are on to campus now. You see an old, twisting, underutilized road leading into a garage with a crossing arm gate blocking the way. Oh, I'm plowing straight through that. There is a massive crashing sound as this gate explodes, ripped off by the old brown pickup truck that Jason is driving. You tear in to this garage. Jason can see an old, decrepit ruin, dust hanging in the haze of his headlights. And now he sees three figures with lit flames held at their tips, standing off against his coterie. Let's begin combat. Clear Visions, you have announced that you are flinging Teresa into the flame. Yeah, I want her to, like, bowl into these dudes with the flamethrowers. Do you guys have the flamethrower dudes? No. (laughs) Yeah, I'm making a big distraction if I can. 
Very nice. Yeah, the Desert Eagle's coming out, and I'm blasting the one in the middle. As Tommaso is drawing his gun, all of you now see the brown pickup truck skittering in through this sub-basement, dust flying, and all three of the masked figures are raising their flamethrowers and pointing it at the group, obviously preparing to fire. I lay on the horn and turn on the brights. (laughs) (laughs) So I did forget to ask, what is Jason going to do? Probably going to aim the car at them and then just dive out. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to hit me on that (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how that roll goes. Okay. I got four successes. Four successes. Okay. The full-on force of this blow, of this gunshot, shatters the mask of the man wearing it. You watch the round pass through an eye socket, and he drops to his knees like a puppet whose strings have been cut out from beneath him. Okay. But not dead. Not sure yet. Okay. The other two raise their flamethrowers. One of them is going to fire at Tommaso. The other is going to fire at Clear Visions. Nice. There is a massive light and a huge heat as the flame billows towards Tommaso. Tommaso, you're a little less lucky than you would hope to be. Mm -hmm. Tommaso's nice suit jacket gets doused in flame. Tommaso is ignited. This turn, he does not take any damage. In future turns, he's going to take more damage of course clear visions oh i got a uh, crit so that's five successes total holy shit and what the fuck <laughs> so my pocket saying crane <laughs> <laughs> Teresa flies into the eyes of this figure who is attacking clear visions and distracts him well enough that the shot goes wild and clear visions is in fact a very spry elderly man does a fucking badass combat roll out of the way doesn't get touched Suit doesn't even get dirty. Oh, that's what I was worried about. <laughs> so which mask did we take out, by the way? You took out the one wearing the tiger mask. The one in the center. The one in the center. So we have bear and lion and lion left. And the three others wearing mouse court masks. Yeah. Which one shot Tommaso? The, uh, the bear. Good to know. They're next. I believe that my characters who have an action who have a protocol for this situation would act next. It does take a turn for this to happen, but a cloud of fog begins to form at the feet of the two figures wielding flamethrowers. You can see that it is growing and billowing out from underneath of them. Does Teresa get her attack? Yes. In melee? Okay. She, yeah, she's going to try to kick this dude in the face. That's also a plus two damage value. Four successes. You watch as Therese carves deep furrows down, completing her distraction and her attack. Carves deep furrows down his face, ripping the mask off. You see it gets torn away. You see a very pale, pasty man with thinning black hair. Very nice. Mr. Fletcher. I do get hungrier for my rouse check. About time. (laughs) I'm at three hunger now, sir. I'm at four. Fuck Fuck off. So I don't know if you remember... Last episode, but Gordon had already activated Shadowcast to aid in his stealthiness. Gordon's going to actually reach out with Shadowcast, and okay, he's going to reach out to one of the flamethrower dudes and touch the arm that's 
touching the um, that is holding the wand, and he's going to cast or activate Touch of Oblivion to do aggravated damage to that arm and disable it. That's three successes. As Gordon watches this being, this arm be torn away by the touch of Oblivion, the figure looks down at their arm that's now gone and seemingly shrugs back and starts reaching around with their other hand to try to retrieve the wand from their flamethrower. <laughs> this is not good. You gotta have your temps, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about the time that your driving instructor made you really angry, you slam on the gas. <laughs> that was from like the 1940s, though. Six. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, no, it was a nun, and she was actively beating you with a ruler. <laughs> <laughs> this truck is from about the 1940s. This suddenly got a little too real. <laughs> so what you're saying is Jason gets advantage because he's familiar with how it works. Um, no. Let's <laughs> try. Two successes. Two successes. Many of these figures have already act. One of them is very distracted by the fact that he's been disarmed. What about the one that's missing an eye? other <laughs> is recovering from an assault by a sandhill crane. And one of them also just lost an eyeball. So it's weirdly easy to hit them with a truck. <laughs> the question is, does he hit Gordon with the truck too? Why would he? Gordon's not there. I'm not there. How close are you? Um, I could be up to 24 feet away. Yeah, he's doing this at range. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, he's got that shadow position jutsu. Come on. Yeah. Now, I do need to see how well Jason survives this. <laughs> yeah, because my intent was to leap out of the car before collision, hoping that the uh, bright lights would block their vision so that they wouldn't be able to see me leap into the shadows. <laughs> Ooh, okay. That's a crit. We watch as the antique brown truck, tires squealing, the back end of it fishtailing around, a young-looking man at the wheel fighting to stay in control of it, swings it sideways. It drifts into two standing figures and one who suddenly collapsed to the floor. Jason leaps out of it and stands on the roof for a second. Picture perfect pose, then rolls off into the shadows, but he catches clear visions along the way toppling both of them over into the shadows though jason i didn't think you'd make it <laughs> hi good show good show <laughs> you're not on fire good job <laughs> oh no <laughs> much better than tommy good luck <laughs> i'm just figuring out superficial damage taken from a truck hitting people in the face real quick so the one who is missing an arm you watch as his neck twists at an awful angle, and he collapses to the side, flung by the tailgate of the truck as it falls open. The other one, the one who had his face gouged at, he is still on his feet, barely. It is the top of the round. You forgot about Eyeball Dude. I forgot about Eyeball. Oh, I was about to say, Eyeball Dude definitely dies. He definitely <laughs> gets. So, and what about the other three? A wheel crushes Eyeball Dude's head like a melon. He's done for. Yeah, that's what I was going to do to him, so good enough. Yeah, he gets curb stomped by a pickup truck. Damn straight. See, the messy critical was a Gatter Gallagher watermelon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the three figures standing in the corner, they're still there. The haze and fog that had been forming gets thicker. They are still there. They have not backed down. What are people doing? Range pew pew. All right. At whom? 
Well, no, well, I'm going to go for Ricky the Rabbit. Ricky the... Oh. It's I believe Ricky it was Ricky Rat. with a rat Ricky tail. Rat. It's Ricky <laughs> it's Rat. It's Marky Moose. What are you talking about? <laughs> Marky Moose. We have... Marky Mark and the Rat Tail Bunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ricky Rat, the Incredible Rat. Goop, and Man Bat. Oh, Ricky Rat then. My okay. bad. Ricky Rat. Ricky Rat. Ricky, 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 Ricky Rat. Ricky, Ricky Man Boob. Man Boob. <laughs> okay, so that is Gordon will be taking a shot. What is everybody else uh, doing? Is there a stop, drop, and roll roll? Uh, You're on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you are on fire. Um, Firstly, firstly, you will have to roll against Frenzy in just Shocker, a moment. Yes. Secondly. Secondly, we can find out about stop, drop, and roll. Thirdly. No. <laughs> and fourthly, just kiss your ass. He's not flexible, okay? All right. So we know that Tommaso is going to be dealing with the fact that he's on fire. Jason, Clear Visions, you're going to take a one-die penalty to your next pool because of your conundrum you ended in. What do you wish to do? I'm going to have Teresa press the attack on this melee. Okay. And I'm going after the three in the back. Okay. And I'm just in the shadows watching Tommy. I'm waiting to see what he does since he's on fire. Okay. Awesome. So I will come back to you after we know what Tommy is doing. That would be five successes. Five successes? With a messy critical on a hunger dice. Oh my god. Okay, five successes. Messy crit on the hunger die with a gunshot. To me, Gordon would have planned to take prisoners, right? I imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen this time. There are two left. That's okay. two left. This one, he goes down for the count. Looks like from across the way, probably about 60 feet, Gordon is just a wicked CIA marksman. Ricky Rat is dead. So up next, we would go into our melee combat with Teresa. She gets uh, only two successes. Uh, They would just trade blows here. They both take uh, one point of superficial damage, and I have already halved that. Okay. Okay. Jason. You said you are going to creep over to which one? The Incredible Goop or Man Bat? Goop. Goop. <laughs> what are you doing to him? <laughs> what are you doing to that goop? Slice that goop. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to stab him. <laughs> yeah. <Okay. laughs> Run him through. Willpower that. Oh, fuck. I didn't know. <laughs> it didn't get any better. <laughs> <laughs> Three successes. <laughs> Three successes. That is... Enough because this figure was caught off guard and obviously concentrating on something else right now. You can see that the fog that had formed in the middle begins to dissipate. And Jason catches him straight through the chest with a huge stab. Are you planning to take this man captive at all? No. Okay. Good to know. Noted, sir. Tommaso. All right. We'll you are rolling part. against Frenzy. You have been lit on fire. Failing would be very bad. Oh, I know. And I assume I can't willpower this, obviously. Nope. Because I There's only got two. Hey, the good news is, is I am going to let you re-roll three of those. Oh. Because I'm spending my own willpower to say, Tommy, pull yourself together. What are you going to do to sit there and burn like a coward? Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> that is my uh, the dream lore sheet. Very oh, nice. That hey, that did it. That got me to four. Hey. Okay, well, that is enough. You are still on fire. You also take one point of aggravated health damage. Okay, 
you do not have that, it's bad. You can feel Tommaso's body being burned as his suit jacket is lit on fire. He gets heavy burns along his chest. Okay, we are into round three at the top of our combat. Hey, hey, wait, wait. What about my stop, drop, and roll? Okay, you're trying to put yourself out. So to put yourself out, you have been doused in a chemical agent on fire. So this is going to be hard. I think that... You're telling me there's not a chemical shower down here. Come on. Oh, there should be, shouldn't there? <laughs> it's going to take you a little while to find it, though, but... Would Tommaso actually know to look for a chemical shower? I think I would just be looking for anything that could potentially put me out. He's got that burn and feel. And... Oh. <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> it burns when I fight. <laughs> <laughs> it, has, it is going to burn when I fight for a while if I have these a burns on bit. me. Hey, Tommy. I want to. I want to try to argue, argue to use my murder specialty to make sure I'm not murdered. But then, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Tommy, you should put some uh, aloe on that burn. Yeah, yeah. I need more aloe from Clear Vision's burn. Called me a coward. I did. Stop it. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> I just rolled against frenzy. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. No successes. I think that at this point. You have definitely won this bout. It's a question of how much damage does Tommaso take. So you can make a choice. You can either choose to take no captives, or you can stop Tommaso from taking any further aggravated health damage. Wait. So your choices are... Do you mean take captives or help me? Take captives or help Tommaso. Okay. I don't think Gordon would... I don't think he sees you on fire. Honestly. I think he's focused... Especially with his paranoia, I think he's so focused on the threat at hand. And this, like, fog and all that. Yeah. Uh, once, now that you brought paranoia into it, I agree. Yeah, I, I don't think that he would I'll have see to that. that. Apply that penalty. That's okay. Let's yeah. carry on. So I think that he would he would go after the other guy. Okay. Uh, oh, gosh. Jason, I would like to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already engaged with the guys in the corner. Yeah, he's, oh, got a, um, he's got a sword stuck in a dude. I'd love so. to find like a, a fire alarm, you know, something to like turn the sprinklers on. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Like there's got to be one, right? There's it's a totally campus one. building. Yeah, it's a campus building. That's a much better idea than what I had. Gordon, you're taking a captive, you said? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to have my shadows disable him with Touch of Oblivion again. Okay. Jason, you are going to do what? This one that you just ran through the chest is not going to be able to resist you effectively enough to win. But is he dead? Not yet. So finish it. <laughs> okay. I need you to put together a dice pool of intelligence, sorry, of wits plus investigation again. One more time. And this is to see how much damage, how much Tommaso continues burning Gordon, I'm so sorry. What limbs you do you remove from your captive? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> kind of want to say all of them. Like I, I want, I literally want like my arms to come up and just encase his arms and legs. We got the fucking black knight on our hands now. Oh how about God. you, sir? Yeah. It's but a flesh wound. <laughs> I'm willing to just like spread the damage <laughs> out. Like I, I'm, I'm literally just trying to incapacitate him to keep him from moving. So I'm going to focus on oh, his legs. I say, how disabled are we talking about? Like wheelchair or like he's got the shakes. 
Because either one of those sounds absolutely horrible to me. <laughs> I don't think he has legs anymore. You could just hold. Well, that. no. Are you t- okay, so he, he like can a- he can uh, come back from this. So it like literally just drains the the life essence out of the legs. Oh, okay. So we're talking like a Joe Swanson tiny leg, exactly. not like a Dumbledore claw. No, oh, no, no okay. Dumbledore claw. No. No. Okay. So you watch as I love those references, by the way. The one wearing the man bat mask. Collapses to his knees underneath the weight of Gordon's oblivion. Clear visions. Tommaso, how did you do? I got two successes with a possible, possible bestial failure. Uh. <laughs> so I don't know. Probably not great. <laughs> oh, God. He referenced the chart. Don't like that. <laughs> Here is my conundrum. You're in the physical sciences building. Technically, you're underneath the physical sciences building. The labs themselves are in a space beyond where you are right now. I think that this is an opportunity for me to offer you success at a cost, which is that Clear Visions finds a fire alarm, finds a, um, a sprinkler system, and pulls it. But in doing so, he also leaves Tommaso burning for three points of aggravated health damage. Are you kidding me? Three? Jesus. God, what do I even say? If I say no, then you just keep burning and you're probably going to drop. It's a yes, obviously. <laughs> to me. Yeah. Yes, I'll find it. Tommaso is not a charred husk at this point, but he's got major burns covering the majority of his body by now. He is a horrendous, horrendous sight at Would the moment. Would you say he's well done? <laughs> yes. I Fuck would. you. <laughs> Don't let him say that. I think you look hot. <laughs> <laughs> Chicks dig burn scars. Okay. You're captive. As Tommaso... So... Jumping back into the scene, this combat is resolved. Jason is wiping his sword clean of the individual that he decapitated. Clear Visions is regretful that he did not find the sprinkler system faster. Yeah, I'm sort of just like waving my handkerchief over by uh, Tommaso, just trying to like cool him down. Teresa is licking blood like preening blood out of her talons right now and she looks pretty happy about that oh heck yes what are you doing with your captive i'm questioning him all right you pull the mask off of them it is a woman she is clearly college aged she looks terrified in agony right now oh god my legs you took away my legs yes i did and i'll take away a lot more if you don't answer my questions Yeah, you like those arms? Maybe not for long. She wraps her arms tightly around herself, rocking back and forth a little bit. You see tears of blood forming at the corners of her eyes. She is clearly in agony right now. Okay, look, I'm really sorry that we had to take out five of your your cohorts, but um, why don't you just tell us what's going on and maybe we'll let you uh, survive another night. She rocks back and forth a little bit. And she says, we were sent to stop you. We were sent to stop the cult from getting in. What cult? We're not a cult. 
I mean, we're, we're just a cult of personality, am I right? I don't think that counts, though. We're sent to keep the old ones away. Away from the offices, away from the labs. But you'll never get in. You'll never stop them. The Cinder Institute is everywhere, and it's too strong. Okay, well, let me stop you right there. I look like this, but I'm not old. I mean, he is old, but not old, old. Is she a vampire, like, clearly? A little bit. A very, very high-generation vampire. Okay. Not much of one. Where, Where is Dr. Sonioni? She looks for a moment like she's struggling with herself, and she says, You won't get in any way. Where is she? she? points down a hallway towards a heavy steel door that leads off into a passageway. Okay, look, I don't think I ever got your name. What was your name again? George Ann? George Ann. Okay. You think that's funny? You think it's funny calling yourself the Cinder Institute when you turn my friend into a shell of a husk over there with your fire? She smiles through the pain a little bit and says, yeah, that was pretty funny. Did, did Tommy hear that? Probably. I mean... Hey, I want you to know that nothing, absolutely nothing, can extinguish my love for this hunk, a hunk of a burning man. (laughs) Now, I have a burning question for you, which is... I take a point of willpower damage. You get a point of willpower back. (laughs) Where is the blood that was given to Dr. Sonioni? What? She was given a liquid. Where is it? Probably in her lab or in someone's lab. Are there any other labs down here but hers? Yeah, there's a lot of labs down here. Any that are active? Yeah. I got an idea. What if we, uh, you know, just throw a stake in her and then take her over to Vortex Industries? You like that, right? Her, if her face could go any paler right now, it would. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be a great joke. Wait, we owe. Oh, yes. It sniffs the exhaust. Yeah, we actually have some friends that you might like. Yeah. Her head is bouncing back and forth, and she says, there's only one other lab. There's there's Dr. Saniani's lab, mm-hmm. and there is Jerry's lab. Who's That's Jerry? The, Jerry is... Because that sounds like a fake name. Who is this? Yes. It's Jerry Carl. He was a doctoral student that Dr. Saniani likes. Okay, what know. do you mean? Likes or likes likes? Or likes likes likes. I... Okay, look, she girl, I'm just trying gasps. to get this hot goss. Let's keep talking. <laughs> she gasps for a second, obviously in pain, and she says, I think she blood bonded him and then is using him to make stuff for her. Oh, well, I, I'm not a big fan of that, to be honest. Hey, Gordon, do you mind if I just drink this girl? Like I said, I want to keep her for sniffs. We owe him. That's probably true. Uh, we could probably just stake her. You know, Laura, give a little bit of her her essence to Tommy. I think you owe him. At this point, Tommy, burned wounds and all, shoulders past both of you. He has fashioned a stake out of one of the brooms while you guys were talking. Just walks right up to her, stakes her, holds her face really close to his face, and says, Now that's fucking funny. None of the bodies are alive. They are all undead. They 
have like key cards or like anything like badges, anything like that. You do find that one of them has a lanyard holding an RFID badge that says Jamestown Campus Police. You also find that each of them are carrying business cards that have titles like therapist or yoga instructor. And printed on the other side, the business cards are black with silver lettering and they say the Cinder Institute. They're really branching out. Do you know these people? All right. Uh, I don't know these people. All right. So I'm just going to sit down next to our staked friend and I'm going to say, have fun. I'm going to rip open the blood bag and go to town. I'd like to take that key card that we have and see if it works on any of the lab doors. Yes. You push the door open. You see a very long hallway. The floors here are different. You can see that these were actually finished and made into an institution. They are laminate tile flooring that's been polished to a shade of high gloss. Flex on it, uh, you know the type, very common. There are at least half a dozen doors leading off of it. But underneath one of them, you see light pouring out. And there is also a door at the far end of the hallway that is a glass door with security wire run through it. There's a heavy keypad on the door itself, and you can see that the lights are on in that room as well. Well, Jason, which one are we going to pick? Hey guys, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and I am joined at the table by... I'm Russell, playing Gordon. Ben, playing Tommaso. Josh, playing Clear Visions. And Nick, playing Jason. Tune in next week. We release an episode every Monday. Also follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd love to hear from you on social media. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Monster Game Night. Also, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoyed it. Word of mouth is the best way for a small independent show like ours to grow. Hope that you can come to our next Monster Monster Game Game Night. Night.